dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal. Straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs were the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. You Can't Make This Up Podcast, episode 71. I remember, too. 71. How about that? How about that? <laughs> Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. All right, man, let's just jump into it, man. This is going to be a sports spectacular with two tired niggas. Two tired niggas. Up late, up early. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> Podcast Sundays happen very early around these parts, man. Yeah, but uh, last night, last night it was. It was. It, it was finally the was here. Yeah. What and I was surprised. I was surprised. I mean... Oh, that was probably my first pay-per-view that I paid for since, <laughs> I don't even remember. It's been a minute, a uh-huh. long time, and I was hesitant at first. I had to call Big Bro Smoke the night before. I'm like, man, should I get this fight, man, or should I go somewhere? He's like, every time you go out, how much you spend? I'm like, about a hundred. He's like, we'll get the fight then. I'm like, well, I'm going to do it. We got two bottles of wine, some Bob Evans takeout. <laughs> we went ahead and did it up. So we we sat around and uh, watched a good fight. I mean, I was, well, watched a a fight that was supposed to play out like it did. I, yeah. think, I, I think McGregor showed up with a tough jab, some different techniques and different things. But you could tell Floyd, the, the first three is when he studied. Yeah. And he, from there on, it's lights out, so. Good fight though. Absolutely, uh, very entertaining. Yeah, and that's what we want. We want to have some entertainment, man. Because coming off of Mayweather Pacquiao, yeah, that was the last one that I put money down on. And just like everybody else, I was pissed. <laughs> yeah. That shit was so boring, just so defensive. And that's how most of Floyd fights are, man. He's a very defensive fighter and a counterpuncher, so he doesn't really bring the action. So when he's not getting hit and he's just popping dudes left and right. In the mouth with punches that would knock me and you down, yeah. but would knock down a professional fighter is boring. Yeah. So to see Floyd put in a position where he's has to be on the attack and has to be the aggressor is something that we wanted to see and we did get to see and uh, we saw greatness. So we saw somebody become fifty and zero. Yeah. Something. Are you no counting fighter. that fifty? You got to yeah, man. Yeah, I think so too. I heard. Especially people. after after the fight, you know, if it, if it was like ding round one, boom, 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 ding, it's over. Yeah, it get dropped and it's over. Then you'd be like, no, nah, man, that's just bullshit. But yeah. not, that McGregor brought the action. You knew he was gonna uh, to quote Floyd shoot his load. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. I can't. Uh, I, I he kept that. saying it. I'm yeah. like, bro, like the first time we got you, you stop then saying the that. Okay? was like, well, since he uh, shot his load. Uh. <laughs> Like, this is not <laughs> porn, player. But uh, anyway, he uh, came out super aggressive in yeah. the first three rounds as we all basically figured, like, all right, if he's going to really do this, he's going to come out, he's going to be himself. And that's something I can definitely appreciate about McGregor. He came out super aggressive, throwing crazy punches mm-hmm. at crazy stance, that MMA stance, yeah. very wide open and just all types of angles. But what I will say, something I text my brother with, um, growing up, I watched a ton of boxing thanks to having an older brother who did a little bit of boxing himself. Mm-hmm. So Friday night flights were a huge thing. Just like 
they were just as big as the Mike Tyson fights. Like yeah. everybody in our neighborhood would come over and watch the Friday night fights. Whatever big fight was on on Saturday on HBO, everybody just hanging out at the house watching the fight. Cause like I said a million times, my mom worked nights. Yeah. So my house was the <laughs> kick spot. So I grew up watching boxing. And the most memorable fight as for me as a kid is not Tyson losing to Buster Douglas. The fight that I think about when I think about boxing is Julio Cesar Chavez mm. versus Meldrick Taylor. Okay. For people that are not familiar with that, man, Google or go on YouTube. The whole fight is on there. It's probably the, I would say it's the best fight I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Julio Cesar Chavez, one of the greatest fighters of all time, Mexican American. No, he's straight Mexican fighter, but uh, Meldrick Taylor's from Philadelphia. He comes out. He he fought with under under the Lou Duva card. So he fought with fighters like Pernell Whitaker. Okay. Uh, Holyfield. So he's like under that tree. Super fast. Like crazy fast. Like if you think Floyd's fast, he's faster. Yeah. He was faster and had power. And like he wasn't, he wouldn't do the whole boxing thing. He would bring the action to you. He's from Philly. He want to get in there and mix it up. Long story short, he's dominating a world champion, an undefeated fighter, Julio Cesar Chavez. But throughout him dominating that fight, Chavez is laying him bombs. Yeah. So it's probably like around round 10 that you notice like, yo, this nigga looking like mincemeat. Like his face <laughs> is just like swollen on every inch of his body. Yeah. And, you know, it's the 12th round. Everybody got Meldrick Taylor winning this fight by a landslide. Like, yo, they say Chavez probably only won like three rounds. Blah, 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 blah. And they you, they go to Chavez's corner and they say, yo, you need this round. Do it for your family. You got to knock him out. You got to knock him out. And Meldrick Taylor doing his thing, dancing, jabbing, jabbing, jabbing. And the corner telling him to stay away. Stay away from him. Just dance. You got it in the bag. And he wouldn't do it. He stayed there and mixed it up like a like a champion would and got fucking rocked with like <laughs> with like. 15 seconds to go. So he he barely get to his feet. He he woozy, but it's like five seconds on the clock. Yeah. And the referee does the old wave the arms. Mm. And his name was Richard Steele. And anytime it's a bad refereeing call in football, boxing, basketball, me and my brother always text each other. Fucking, a, that's a Richard Steele move. And that's how I felt last night yeah. with the referee with the rabbit punches, mm-hmm. the MMA-style punches on the back the of the donkey Floyd's punches, head. yeah. Yeah, the <laughs> donkey punches on the back of his head. I was like, yo, all right, I understand. Connor's coming from MMA. So the first three rounds when Floyd does this, his natural reaction is to do that. Yeah. I got you. I understand. It's, it's a hard tendency to break. Right. Much like people say, like, man, he probably going to kick him. He, that's what he know to do. Thank goodness he didn't do that. But, yeah. you know, as, it, as he did it in the later rounds in the – Six and seven rounds, like yo, it's time to take a point away. Yeah, and then I also felt that same way where when I didn't never think that McGregor was hurt. I just thought it was more tired yeah, than hurt. The twenty five minutes caught up. That's yeah. the MMA. So when Floyd is on the attack mode in that tenth round, laying some good shots, I never thought Connor was hurt. I just thought he was tired. He was yeah. getting hit with with bomb. Well, not even bombs. With getting hit with good punches, I thought that he could have at least gave him a standing eight count. Mm-hmm. Or let him continue. Like yeah, he never dropped him. He has like, to fall. Yeah, that's the only thing I, I wish would have happened. And Connor said that, and I and, and I respected Connor's for you know he was saying you know the for a while there I was in there you know yeah. and he really was facts. And then you know MMA they Floyd said it you know that was the that was the plan let him quote unquote shoot his load <laughs> early and take him out at the end and 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 the biggest thing I was wondering though I, I remember Floyd saying it's not going the distance. 
Mm-hmm. It's getting to eight, nine, ten. I'm like, well, dude was gas, yeah, bro. You could tell he was like, just spent. You know, just that conditioning to a day, that last hour of practice when you just feel like throwing up. That's mm-hmm. how he was looking. Like he was on his way to just exhaustion. And, and I, I don't think, think he was really taking. He was taking shots, but yeah. it wasn't nothing he ain't seen before. No, no, and, no. And like no. MMA is true. Like you, you could be on your way down on all fours and and still you know get back to it. So I mm-hmm. think he kind of wanted to be like, if you're going to knock me out, knock me out. Cause I still felt like, I still felt I like he deserved a chance to, to actually kiss the canvas. If that's what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm I think he deserved that chance. Cause he did fight a pretty good fight and he's coming from a different world. Much like he was allowing him to do the rabbit punches and the hammer punches. Well, shit, allow him to kiss the canvas, allow him to exactly. understand that. You know what I'm saying? These are two different worlds. These are two different things. I will say, Floyd didn't look good. He looks 40. Yeah, he looked his age. He, looked he looked like a 40-year-old who took two years off <laughs> yeah. of boxing and said, I'm about to get this uh, check. And did you hear how much money these dudes made? Like $30 million a round or something for Dude, Floyd. they said or something. it was like a guaranteed at the gate purse, Floyd was going to get $100 mil. Mm. Guaranteed purse. Just McGregor, for showing up. Yeah, was $30 million. But after the pay-per-views... I'm laughing straight to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 300 million. Three Floyd getting 300 million. million. Connor getting 100 mil. He ain't never going back to MMA, dog. If he do, the price went up. That bag went way <laughs> up. Like, I'm going to need yeah. all the gate pimping. Mm-hmm. He need to do what Floyd did, man. Break away and be independent and put on his own stuff because he got the money to do he it now. He got the money. He got the mouthpiece to, you know, bring that attention and that. That's what you want. Like, they really, when you look at it now that it's over, all the pre-fights and hoopla that you deal with, like, mm-hmm. it seemed a little more with this one. But, like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you, you you can say that Connor, you know, in some form or fashion, took Floyd's whole style and created it in the MMA world. Yes. And nothing wrong with that. There's a McDonald's, there's a Wendy's, there's a Burger King. You know, yeah. I get it. But for me, having Floyd... Have to do some different stuff. Mm-hmm. Have to, uh, you know, be on the offense. Go get it a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I was ecstatic that I bought that fight. Yeah, man. It really was. A, my experience was a little different. Like uh, <laughs> every other Saturday, I was working <laughs> at a club. Club aces. <laughs> club aces. Into the end. Yeah, 2027 Nicholas Road. Pull up. <laughs> uh, yeah, we was out there. And uh, I will say, man, the, uh, the owner of the club, GP, man, he's a great guy. Great business owner, man. And, uh. You know, it was beginning of, uh, probably like after they announced the fight was going to happen. I hit him up like, yo, what's up with a fight party? He's like, you think? It's like, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. So he was on the fence about it for a minute. And it, was, it wasn't it was until probably like two weeks ago he was like, let's do it. Let's 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 get it. Like, yeah. and, and it costs uh, a lot for clubs to yeah, get, yeah. To get the, the, right, the right it, way. I ain't going to put the man's uh, yeah. business out there, but uh, he did have to dip in the stash for yeah. that to get at. And, uh, you know, I think it worked out great for him. I think it worked out great for his establishment. Not only, the, let's put the whole, like, did he win, did he lose, that's what club right. owners are about. But, you know what I'm saying, he provided – a place for everybody to come watch the fight in a fun, safe environment. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a packed house. Was it? Good? It was packed on the patio. He had all the TV. He had probably about 20 TVs. See? So it wasn't yeah. a bad seat in the house. You know what I'm saying? Kitchen wide open, bar open. You know what I'm saying? Like I said a million and one times, man, it's a real safe environment. You know what I'm saying? The, 
Because let's keep it real, that part of town ain't safe. You right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> put yeah, it out like that. It like, it's, in, yeah. it's in the hood, baby. It's in the hood. But inside, you good. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? He provided that. And uh, so I watched the fight out there. And uh, wifey hit me up like, yo, Fire Stick is acting crazy. <laughs> I'm like, ow. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> good, I was good to know. <laughs> right, I was I was seeing a lot of a lot of Facebook posts like if this fire stick don't start working and da 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 da, you send me the UFC crash Ooh, signal. Yeah, yeah. Some people had some signal issues or or server overload. Mm-hmm. Um, it was you know one thing that too we didn't talk about that I thought was hilarious in the beginning. He gave all the directions to Connor. <laughs> he like, listen, yeah, Connor, yeah. there's gonna be no kicking. <laughs> man, that was that was classic. Yeah. That was good classic. Fight. It was, it was very entertaining, yeah. man. I, I'm I'm very happy with that, man. And uh, I will say that you know, hopefully, Connor gets what he deserves. You know what I'm saying? I was I was kind of against this whole thing. Like, look, man, it's it's two different worlds. But he definitely showed that. You know what I'm saying? We all know he's not a sucker. He's out there getting it in yeah. in the ring and in the octagon and everything like that but you know what I'm saying he held his own I honestly man like but I know he's only what like 28 29 years old so the competitive juices of him are raging you know yeah. what I'm saying so the whole thing about like I thought about like look man he just got he's gonna get like a hundred million dollars man why don't he pull do a rock and become a movie star mm-hmm. cause he got the charisma he got the swag he got yeah. the name he got the mouthpiece after getting hit in the face for a living, yeah. go get some of these movie checks. Exactly. Like, you can do it, bro. Like, look, man, Victor Ortiz took that Floyd Mayweather fight that he got his ass whooped in and jumped into movies. Yep. You can do this. Yes. You can do Absolutely. this without getting hit in the face. And you and your family will be super straight. Super. And, and and Connor, for me, like, I'm not a huge, huge MMA guy. Like, if it's something big, you know, talked about or yeah. a fight coming up, I might, you know, definitely look for the highlights. I'm not necessarily into like getting the fight type type of fan, but after this, like, I would like to see more of Connor in his yeah. element, yeah, and see like, okay, you pretty much on the top of that sport. Now, I, now you got a fan in me just because like I can tell you like to fight. Oh, shit. yeah. yeah <laughs> and at the end of the day, as a fan, you want to see two people going at it. Absolutely, going man. at it, super dope, man. Yeah, man, great, great night, great uh, night for sports. Yeah, and uh, crazy things are happening in the National Basketball Association. They are okay. So, Adios, who does Kyrie. Isaiah Thomas play for? <laughs> we don't um, yeah. know. He is officially uh, on the waiver wire. <laughs> wow! So he's uh, so people don't know, man. Isaiah Thomas, Celtics point guard was traded along with Jay Crowder, some dude's name I can't pronounce, who's a center. Zurich or something. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And the Nets' uh, first-round draft pick of next year. Top five pick. Goodness gracious. (laughs) What what in the world, Nets? For one player and one player only, Mr. Kyrie Uh, Irving. Yes. Your guy. Yeah, yeah, he he wants to be not the little brother anymore. Yeah, yeah. And I can respect it, but... It's almost like giving up that 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 good gig for some work. Like now, now you still putting in work for sure. But to have the some of the pieces in place in Cleveland and some of the opportunities you're gonna have with playing with the best player in the league. Okay, so he don't want to be the little brother anymore. Mm-hmm. So 
since I am a little brother, <laughs> I can probably speak on this. Yeah. I am always going to be the little brother. No matter what, I am the little brother. But there was a transition probably about the age of ooh, 22, 23, where people didn't look at me as, oh, that's just, just little man. Yeah. That's main little brother, little kid. It was just, he grown now. He didn't went away to school. He didn't graduate. got a full-time job. He paying his own bills, doing his own thing. So I can understand him yeah. doing that. I would think one would say after him hitting that shot was his graduation. I was going to say, he's he, he's won a chip for LeBron. Yes, fact. That's, that's a fact. Fact, though. Fact, though. <laughs> he hit the shot. He was big time he in those NBA finals. That, yeah. No question about it. And he's a big time offensive basketball player. So I'm not in his head, but you know, you have to be self secure with yourself to understand, like, look, man, I know what I'm capable of. I know what I bring to this team. I know for sure, because it's right there on tape, yeah, that I hit the game winning shot in the NBA finals. LeBron didn't do that. Yeah. I did that. Ray Allen if it saying the same thing. If it wasn't for <laughs> me, my contributions to the team, this wouldn't happen. True. Facts. If it wasn't for the team, this wasn't happening. So it's not what people always try to put on LeBron. It's LeBron, 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 LeBron. He's the best. LeBron did it by himself. He took a team to the finals. Michael Jordan did it all by himself. No player does it by themselves. Mm-hmm. It is truly a team game. So I understand where he's coming from. Like to be like, look, man, I'm I'm doing my own thing too. But that sure ticket to the NBA Finals door sound tempting to me. Yes, that's that's my. Th- I might better just have to suck it up and be like, all right, yeah, I'm a little brother. Watch right. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I think the little brother syndrome kind of played into this with. I mean, I'm, I'm an only child, so of course I'm on the outside looking in. But it would seem like in cornhole and beer and whatever, the little brother wants to you know wants mm-hmm. to win too. Yeah. So for me, it's everything that you just said. It's kind of wrapped around the offensive side of Kyrie and mm-hmm. how he excels. Yeah. But then that's a very important thing called defense. Yes, sir. It's not on one of his, you know, uh, bullets for a scouting report that you need to watch out for. Like, you ain't really worried about Kyrie's D. But you, Pause. But you are <laughs> but you are worried about that offense and, and them handles and – and him being aggressive. You know, he's an aggressive basketball player. And Facts. I think on a young team with some young guns, you kind of get to be, you know, that 5% that you're looking to be as far as NBA, the face of the NBA, the face of a franchise, all that. Kyrie, what, 30 coming up on it or around it? Uh, I think he's tw- about to be 26. Okay. So, yeah. So, he's just coming to so his he, prime. He's just getting ready to want it all. You know, like really want to be – the guy that takes the wins and takes the losses. So, I mean, if he going home to, like, New York or something, I get it. But then you throw in the trade with a guy that's hips messed up, and now Man. you got to go through the hole. Well, didn't do good on the physical. We might have to waive this. So. Man, so that's the crazy part. What yeah. did you think about the initial trade, though? All those pieces <laughs> yeah. for one guy. I, I think what Boston's mindset was, they still got L.A.'s pick next year. Yeah. And will L.A. be mediocre? Will they be in the top 15? That's up for, you know, we'll have to see. So if they pick works out to where L.A. struggles, they still got Kyrie and another first round, maybe a top 10 pick. Mm-hmm. 
not a bad deal to start building something. Yeah. But in the right now, not knowing that, I think Cleveland got the better end of the deal just because Crowder played a good ball against them. Mm-hmm. Crowder's going to fill a fill a spot. You know, Shump, Smith, somebody going to have to have to get talked to. Why do to. I get the chills every <laughs> time I hear Iman Shumpert's name? Yeah. And then not the good chills. Yeah, I, I think Shump or Smith, somebody's going to, you know, Richard Jefferson, somebody. Did this nigga say Richard Jefferson? Somebody got to go. <laughs> somebody got to clear some RJ. Straight. Yeah. That nigga was in college when, in like the 90s, yo. They got way, they got a lot of role players right now. Yeah, man. My initial thoughts was like, damn. Cavs they need, they need DeAndre Jordan. They need a big man now yeah. just to solidify it all. Cavs fleece these niggas, man. Mm-hmm. They fleeced them and they going back for more. Yeah. They like, yo, his hip fucked up. We need more. Yep. How about another pick? Like, yo, okay, everybody knows I'm not the biggest Kyrie fan in the world, but they're they're committed to getting this guy. He ain't that damn good. Right. Ain't like they getting LeBron shit. Right. They still got D Rose. They are fleecing <laughs> these niggas. Like, yo, Danny Ainge must love Kyrie, bro. He must. Like, yo, like, as I look at their roster now, man, they let Avery Bradley go to uh, the Pistons. Okay. Great defensive player. Yes. Good shooter. Now they're going to let their— good 15-20 guy. Yeah, they're going to let their next best defensive player go, Jay Crowder. Um, Who's going to guard LeBron? Yeah. Who's going to guard LeBron now? Your two (laughs) primary defenders on LeBron James or KD or whoever— Who's gonna guard them? Don't say long hair dude. I forget his name. White dude, long hair. Oh haired. no, he's gone too. Is he, he? he went to the Heat. Oh man, Kelly Olynyk. He's yeah, with the go, Heat Olenek. now. Yeah. Mm. Who's gonna guard these dudes? That yeah. and that's what they were real good. Like, look, defense in the NBA, people that get that defensive uh, player tab, it gets really overblown. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Shouts out to the homie, man, uh, Ruben Patterson. He's from the crib. I used to actually play against Ruben Patterson at Euclid Park before. Super crazy bounce, by the way. Yeah. Like, but yeah. he was known as the he Kobe. Went to UC, style. didn't he? Yeah, he went to UC. Yeah, I remember. I remember Ruben Patterson. Yes, UC. sir. Yeah, yes, sir. Definitely. Like that nigga would like you know the chase down block. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I seen that firsthand at Euclid Creek Park. <laughs> yeah, not a fun thing. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, he was known as the Kobe stopper. Man, Kobe still was putting up fucking thirty points. Maybe it's taking like five more shots to get it. Right. But you know, a Jay Crowder. You mix Jay Crowder, Marcus Smart, and Avery, Avery Bradley on LeBron. Gives him a little bit of trouble. Mm-hmm. He ain't he ain't out here with the triple doubles. And to be the number one seed and give all that up in the offseason. You basically Kyrie. over Yeah, you <laughs> overhauled your whole team. Yeah, I know you got Gordon Haywood, thumbs up. Very good player, but damn. Yeah. Like, yo, I think you're more losing your identity than what it's worth. Yeah. You're like, putting you're putting all your chips in a bucket. Yeah, you're for you're the trying 2017, to become one of those, one of those, those power teams. Where, you know, now you don't have those rough and tumble players no more. Now you're more of a finesse team than the rough and tumble play team mm-hmm. that you were in previous years that allowed you to get the number one seed in the East. But so I, I worry about that. I'm a little concerned, too, just on the fact of the Cavs seem to be a little free willy with they, you know, trying to, trying to you know, build something. And I think right now with LeBron, these next five years are going to be – you know the power years, the, the final hoorah. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, no matter what, no matter how athletic you are, thirty-five to forty years old is thirty-five to forty years old. You you wake up, you're a little sore. You 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 don't feel like doing Tuesday practice today. You don't all that, and 
I mean, they've given up Wiggins. They've given up now Kyrie. I mean, look at that. Think about it like yeah. this. <laughs> that over the last 15 years, they had the number one pick four times. Mm-hmm. LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, Anthony Bennett, Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Only LeBron James remains. And he left. Yeah. But he came back. I mean, you got rid of Wiggins for, you know— K-Love. Yeah. I mean, People forget K-Love's actually still on the team. They do. K-Love. I know he's the happiest person and in the K-Love world right now. K-Love came from just a solid 20 and 10 in Minnesota to be like, he's almost, he well, he definitely is the third, was the third option. Facts. But now, we we going to need them 20 and 10s You're more consistently. that back <laughs> Don't need that. Maybe that'll Hopefully bring that Derrick, animal out of him again. Derrick Williams and Rose and whoever else. Isaiah for 20 games, you know, <laughs> however it works out. Hope they can I all share is, that point man. guard spot. I would love to see D-Rose get through a season because the, the 20 or 30 games he might give you without getting hurt, he's still pretty explosive. Facts, Excuse facts. Me, still pretty explosive, still pretty, you know, a good, good player. So, I mean, we're going to have this, – this offseason has been one of the best. Yeah, it's definitely better than I, the playoffs yeah, was. I've been excited about this offseason. And usually NBA, I don't get excited until, like, Week two of the season has started. And I started, you know, like, well, let me get into this a little bit more. So For sure. I've been keeping up. LeBron, he's staying there going. I, We're going to come back to the footage. Yeah, We're going to come back to episode I, the 71. Heart, the heart of me wants to say he's staying, but the weather in L.A. is nice. <laughs> he spends a lot of time there in the offseason. They got the Chargers and the Rams now. It's just a – I don't know. They, I say – He's it, staying. I don't think he's going nowhere, man. But they're gonna give him two two fifty. <laughs> he gonna be he, he gonna either stay or have an outrageous contract. One of he two. gonna <laughs> he gonna sign another two year deal with an option, man. He's gonna so. play this string out to make sure he catches as many bags as humanly possible. I don't think he's going nowhere. Man. I don't see him I, signing I more than it. one year deals the rest of the way out. Just how he, you know, just with. The, the balls in his court, he kind of got the, the juice. So when you're that good, you yeah. can do that thing, man. It's going to be interesting. I hope he stays. I hope he don't. You know, you can't burn Cleveland twice. <laughs> Let's hope he, not. Even though you got him to chip, you got to just ride it out, man. Yeah, man. And uh, I know NFL is very, very close. Extreme. Fantasy football draft tonight. Close. I got to get my mind right. Oh, really? How many you in? How many leagues you in? Man, I'm only doing four this year. <laughs> Say yeah, I did like six or seven last year, and it got to be where I was passing off my two worst ones to the wife, let her pick some players. Um, but I'm really doing just uh, I got two family ones that I do with a lot of cousins that uh, gets to you know it's pretty fun, free, nothing, nothing monetary. Mm-hmm. But the uh, my big league that I'm in, it's like a hundred dollar buy-in, Ooh. thousand to the first place guy. I've gotten second twice. Got beat in the Super Big Bowl chips. twice. Yeah, man. But fantasy football this year, aside from other years, I have put the, the least amount of work in. Only because I left the VA in May. My DJ schedule has been crazy. Keeping up with not only hip-hop and R&B, but top 40 and country and soft. And all, keeping up with a lot of music takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. I started school. This is like my, my priorities have changed. But when it comes down to it, it's like I am a sports fanatic. Mm-hmm. And I can't say no to certain like fan like somebody asked me to be in something and it's like, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in I'm in a golf playoff pool right now. <laughs> so it's so crazy. But 
Fantasy football for me is is one of my favorite times of the year. Um, DraftKings has helped that immensely. I put a lot of time in with DraftKings on a on a football. Last year, my coworker, I don't know if y'all remember this on the pile, my coworker, man, he brought in like 40000 on DraftKings in like a three-week span. 24 of that 40 was an accident because Damn. he didn't check his lineups prior to the time starting, and he had three lineups that were the same. And he didn't like change them, mm-hmm. but that lineup got first place, eight thousand. So he had it three times. So he won twenty four k. Oh my! Goodness. And then two weeks later, won like. So where did they put that money? Just straight into your like your bank account, your PayPal. Yeah, he. Um, you set I it definitely up? asked all those questions. <laughs> he um he told me like he requested a check. It took him about a week to get the check. Oh, not bad. So within like within from Sunday to Sunday, you know, during that week he got the check. Um. You can request it like when you when you withdraw, you can either withdraw check or PayPal is what they say. But really what they do, they just reimburse whatever you're in 90 days, that 90th day transaction, whatever you deposited, $50, whatever. They say they start from the bottom and start paying you back on you, you know, however you brought money in. Oh, okay. And then if it's if it runs out, the rest of it gets PayPal, or you can check it, the whole thing. Oh, yeah, we're checking that. Day. Absolutely, the check. <laughs> so, I'm yeah. going to need that, bro. I'm going to need that. He showed me that $24,000 check in his name, and I just sat there like, really? And then to turn Don't blow it all. You're going to have to put around. some taxes on that. Oh, yeah. And, but he had a plan for that, even though it's not really a, the greatest plan. But his plan was whatever taxes that he owed for that, he's going to just withdraw that from his retirement, TSP, huh? pay that. And then pay that, pay the retirement back through working. Okay, that was his plan. I was like, hey, well, you don't have to come out of the pocket right away, but you know, I don't want to dip in that retirement too much, brother. Yeah, no, 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 no. So, and then to turn around three weeks later and get like a ten or fifteen thousand dollar check. I mean, he. But I will say this: he spent six of his eight hours at work doing DraftKings shit. He was making yeah. spreadsheets, putting down like straight dedication. I mean, he had all the, you know, he he would pick his thirty players. And then spreadsheet them and try to, you know, come up with combinations of lineups. But you also got to deal with how much they cost per mm-hmm. position, how much you have total for salary cap. Like, it's a lot into it. But he took, the, he took the time. I started piggybacking off of his spreadsheets a little bit towards the middle of the season. I hit for like 500 one week. Oof. That was amazing for me. I'm doing well in golf this week. I'm up like 200. So today's <laughs> a big day for me in, in, in DraftKings golf. But, uh, um, man, it's just... That time of year for yeah, me. Yeah, man. That I'm in two I love leagues. It all. I love I'm it in all. two leagues. I'm in. All right, man. I'm in two leagues. Yeah, I'm in two leagues yeah. for sure. I'm in uh, one with my family, all up there in, from Cleveland. All the homies, we putting in like a little, it's probably like 15 of us. So mm-hmm. we putting in 20 bucks each uh, for that. Yeah. That draft is tonight. And I'm in the one with everybody at work. That's a free 99 one. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's some shit that I'm just going to eh, I'm just going to pick whoever, whoever. But the ones I'm with the homies that we talk so much shit about any and everything, I'm going to have to really be concentrating and try to make some shit happen. I made it to the, uh, I won our first year where we didn't put no money in. Last year, I made it, I was headed to the championship game until I fucked up and put the wrong, I had two kickers for some strange reason. And I was like, all right, I saw it. And I was like, all right, I'm going to put the the other kicker in because he played on Monday night. Like, yeah. yo, I, know I had the Monday points. Had the, <laughs> and, and I forgot to do it. Mm. And he hit two field goals. And if I'd have got them two field goals, I'd have been playing in the Super Bowl. That's so, 
I screwed myself. For those that enjoy fantasy football, man, a key element is to have a great commissioner. Yeah. In two of my big leagues, man, I have one commissioner that is he's he's been the best commissioner I've ever had. He does weekly posts, you know, so like the the Tuesday morning, you're trying to see what you what you did, what happened. He'll have like a little write up, you know, standing for loss to to Washington by six, you know, <laughs> one of those things. And he um we're in a keeper league, so we keep players each year. Now we're up to three. So we keep three players and then draft the rest. So it kind of you come with a foundation of, of of you know your three favorite players on your squad. I got AJ. I'm debating on keeping Fitzgerald. He's always been a solid receiver to have, but mm-hmm. and he plays on them four o'clock games a lot of the times exactly. of the year. So I take those. Man. You got to take everything into consideration. But I'm I'm uh the the one year I did the best was with Vic in Philly um, when oh, he took man, over he that busy. year. I got I got second place. Uh, lost the Super Bowl. And I lost Super Bowl last year, so mm. I gotta get some. I gotta give me a chip, man. Yeah, me man. Chip. I, I want to win for obviously the money that would oh, yeah. be nice, but you know, beating people that you grew up with is always the best. Because my homeboy slash cousin D, he is a football nerd. This is <laughs> he's like in about seven leagues, mm. and he, like he's always winning. He's always winning his office one and everything like that. So. You know, the year that I beat him uh, to win a Super Bowl, he's like, oh, man, because of them faulty rules or whatever. This, I don't like that. Uh, I don't do ESPN. I'm an <laughs> NFL app guy, and uh, yeah. he liked to be the commission because he set up the rules. And I don't even know how half the rules work. All I know is PPR mm-hmm. and all that shit. Like, you get a point for every catch. I, look, man, he's like, and then you got to have this rule to set up this rule. And then, da, 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 da. And then you ain't supposed to have, like, seven quarterbacks. Da, da, da. I'm like, man, look, man, whatever you want to do, <laughs> do it. I'll just pick the players and let it fall yeah. where it may, man. Some of them leagues, man, I know, like, one of my leagues, you get bonuses for, you know, 200 yards passing, yeah. 300 yards passing, yeah. 400 yards passing. And, like, some of the bonuses are, like, ridiculous to where having a Matt Ryan, having a Brady – is, is crucial. Yeah. So, so when you the commish and you obviously if you the commish, you know what you're doing and you yeah. know how to manipulate the system. Like, well, if these bunch of other dudes who do it just for fun, but you do it for real. Yeah. You can manipulate the rules and pick accordingly. Like, yeah. you know, you could be picking, I don't know, some you could be picking Bortles because he throw a lot of passes because he get a lot of yards. Mm-hmm. But he sucks as a real player, so all of us are picking like, oh, man, shit, I'm about to pick the better quarterback. Exactly. Of course I'm going to pick uh, Andrew Luck over him. He sucks, but yeah. Andrew Luck does this, this, and this, and doesn't do this. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's a whole it's, science. It, you'll be surprised. This year I spent a lot of time looking up YouTube. Like when I, play, I played baseball this year pretty heavy, and I follow a guy – he does like a top five each each day of who he thinks they're gonna play well. He'll put up some some names that might X Y Z be potential players, and like you follow a guy for a certain amount of time, you start excuse me, you start seeing like man, he know what he's talking about. So like for the most part, I would get like some ideas on my pitchers or ideas from you know base base runners and all that. And I started playing pretty well this year in baseball. So now that's gonna transition for me in the football where. Like the people that do well in DraftKings or do well in, in these fantasy stuff, like they put in so much time. I got, I'm in one league with a bunch of nerds. Bottom line, and these <laughs> these guys, I mean, they break it down so intensely, and they got X, Y, and Z strategies. And 
you be watching them draft, like you draft Braxton Miller for what? You know, or you draft, you know, whoever. And it's like, but then you come around and see, oh, well, they 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 saw that Fuller was hurt. Braxton gonna get some runs. So, you know, it's it's a week by week. You gotta spend two or three days of the week, couple of hours, going through some stats and figuring out matchups and it's real. But I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, man. It's something about that that rush of being able to make some money on something that you love, which is sports. Yeah. But uh, making money is something we all want to do. Every day. Every single day. But somebody won that motherfucking Powerball, nigga. Nigga. And, she, <laughs> and she's single. Hey, <laughs> shoot your shit. Right. She brought home that cool three, four hundred mil, whatever. For about uh, three hundred fifty-four million dollars. She, of course, did the. But cash those are the people out. like, the, the like when I when I play the Powerball or any you know big lottery, I got a family of five, mm-hmm. so I play everybody's birthday, and our Powerball number is always five because it's five. Mm-hmm. Well, she did the same. She all those numbers were birthdays in her family, so it's like those are the, those are the stories I want to hear. She worked at a <laughs> hospital for hospital for twenty years. Caught him, caught him up Thursday morning. Like it ain't gonna happen. I'm done. I'm getting this. I'm getting out of here. So like, the people. But one thing I read. I'm not sure how true it is. It wasn't a, necessarily a credible site, but I read that still don't put her in the top fifty richest people in mm-hmm. in uh. It's Connecticut, right? Or where was uh, it? Uh, yeah, I believe so. That uh, it was still. Fifty plus people in that state that made that has more than three hundred million. So she still ain't in the top fifty, but she's doing all right for herself. Very all right. The <laughs> Perfect question, time to win that. I guess the question wouldn't be for you. I guess it'd be for myself because you already gave a finger to the VA without winning oh, the Powerball. <laughs> yeah, without. When I found out they was paying for my school and my books, and then I was like, man, I can get out of this stress free environment and enjoy my summer with the kids and. Start a new career path that I don't have to pay for. I'm like, hmm. I put in my two-week notice now. Yeah, the man. school didn't start till August. And I'm like, <laughs> as soon as I got the approval, I was in the program. I was like, I'm out of here. They was like, you leaving already? Oh, yeah. Summer's busy full of gigs. I'll be fine. I'll be Gucci. And it worked out well. So Yeah, man. <laughs> I was talking to the homie Ryan Drake at the station. Like, we was talking about, like, if we won, if you win. If you win tonight, man, what you going to do? And it's like, man, look. Like, you gonna come to work tomorrow? I was like, Yeah, I'll be here tomorrow. I'll be here the day after that and the day after that. But the second I get that call, Mr. <laughs> oh, yeah. Washington, the check is cleared. Is <laughs> all these. Oh, yeah. It's double. And you know, it ain't even that. It's a no call, no show, brother. Oh, yeah. It's a no call, no show. When y'all turn on the radio and it's dead air, y'all know exactly why. Because the nigga didn't hit the motherfucking <laughs> Powerball, nigga. See that the asshole in me? Yeah. I would struggle. <laughs> like, I've always said I would do something like rent out my high school band, march through the hallways. Like, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing something. Y'all going to know, like, this motherfucker right here. Man. But in the heat of the moment, it's probably best just to skate on out into yep, the sunset. Skate on out before you, <laughs> you don't want to do nothing to embarrass yeah. yourself, embarrass the family or whatever. I read some of a lady shit on her boss's desk when she won the dropped lottery. Dropped a stinky loaf. On the desk <laughs> while he was sitting at the desk. Stood up on the desk, dropped the deuce, and walked out. That's <laughs> player, nigga. Yeah. I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. Do some shit like Go that. Go out like a motherfucking G. But nah, it would just be a straight, you know, I love my career. But I mean, when when you get that type of money, man, I would. I mean, 
they can't even be mad at you like yo man i won i'm out bro <laughs> like and i'm not and i'm not finishing the work day yeah i'm the, out i just came to grab my picture off my desk i'm out the one thing i always do when the lottery get high i'll find that number or whatever you know 300 400 million whatever it, the number is and then i'll be like okay i'm 35 45 50 years i'll be 85 if i make it past 85 somebody gonna have to just help me out and then i'll divide that like oh it's eight thousand a year. I, I I can make that work. You know, yeah. like, that's how I break it down. Like yeah. whatever the, the pot is, whatever the cash option is, divide that by the next fifty years, and be like, okay, I can live off an eight thousand dollar budget for the rest of the year. You know, I don't have to be balling out. Like you can, you can take your trips and do your things that you want to do and see the world, and you know, stay within. I I, I in my life, I ain't made over fifty five. So eighty is like, hey, that's another, we, we doing? It. Yeah, another twenty five to play with. So man, the <laughs> biggest debate I had with the wife about this whole situation was, obviously, we out this bitch. We we we. I want to do like a San Diego. She want to do some Florida. Whatever, we'll figure it out. We there. can do both. <laughs> exactly <laughs> that type of break. The the biggest crust of our argument is to. Pro- to own a private jet or to rent a private jet. Yeah. Because as we know, we just came back from Vegas and I fucking hate flying. But I've heard flying on a private jet is so much more fun. Man, <laughs> I've been watching this show called Signed. Uh-huh. It's with uh, Rick Ross, the, okay, dr- the yeah, dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh they had one of the, you know, the artists are trying to get signed basically, and a couple guys got picked to come to Miami with Ross. He gave them the you know, they on a bus on one of them, you know, Mercedes, T.I., Beyonce mm. type of type of Mercedes truck vans and uh, experiencing that, pulling up. Ross on the steps of the PJ shooting off champagne when they pull up. Like, he gave them the whole private jet experience. And, like, you could tell that that was their first time. They were screaming in the, in the van, excited. And it's like, for me, to, to own a private jet and the maintenance you got to keep up with, you better off getting you a group of CEOs. We all, you know, four way this this, yeah. this 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 jet, and hopefully uh, travel con- uh, schedules don't don't con- conflict. But yeah. I think to get in a group like that, I got a, I got a friend that actually does that. He he's a business owner, um, pretty well off, and he's with a group of uh, CEOs. And they when they go somewhere. He might fly to Florida to pick up Jim and then fly to Houston to pick up Tim and then they go to L. You know, like it's like yeah. that. So they, they he gets to travel on the PJ side no of things. No more buddy pass. Yeah. <laughs> None. Yeah. And then I thought about what Tone said, Tony Rice said about Turks and Caicos. I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sounds like a plan to me. That's the thing. Like I've always, me and the wife over the last, you know, we've been trying to get ready next year to get a house mm-hmm. and trying to cross that bridge and Don't do get it. ducks in a row. Don't I know. It. I'm looking forward to cutting the grass, though, kind of. I got a place. I got a place just for you. You can come cut that shit whenever you want. But we we talking, it's like, I want a little more acreage than I do city lights. Yeah. But I want to be 15, 20 minutes from yeah. the city lights. Yeah. But I want to have, you know, maybe give me an acre or two to kind of turn my music up, mm. sit on the porch if I want to, and partake in the things that God has provided for us. <laughs> <laughs> and just be in my that own Colorado. little space. Yeah, be in my own <laughs> little space. Man, I always want dream that I wanted that my grand grandmother grew up on or her, the house that she had when I grew up was on about four acres. Nice. So, you know, has a you know, from seven until probably fourteen when she moved from there when my grandfather passed. Any sport I was playing at the time, I can go in the yard and practice that sport. I could hit a throw the baseball up, hit as far <laughs> as I want. 
I could tee the golf ball up, hit it as far as I want. I had plenty of space to do that. And, like, that kind of childhood for me was amazing. And then to, to, to want that for my – I want my kids to have a big yard yeah. where they can just roll and rumble all the way through it. You know, yeah. that's my dream. So yeah, that's what man. I'm working on is trying to find me some acreage. Yeah, man. Hitting that Powerball won't hurt. Man. <laughs> and you know what the crazy thing about the Powerball? Motherfuckers got that shit spent. Already, the whole fucking kit and caboodle. I like love you watching about like, oh shit, all I need is live off is eighty five. <laughs> yeah, nigga, I got that shit spent like that. I, <laughs> oh yeah, I, like I get, I get that shit. I already know. I could blow two mil of that in a good two months. Oh yeah, not even that. Probably like a month. That that not even paying bills or none of the responsible shit. Just straight tricking it all. Exactly, it's about to be a major league turn up. Me and the wife started looking up uh, Gordon Ramsay restaurants in Vegas, $100 steaks. It's like, that would be your life. Yes. And you could do it as much as you want it. Man. Like that's that's, oh, that's man. the part is like, like you say, my vehicle right now has 320,000 miles on it. We got off. one vehicle. So we, in the, we, hit the, we hit the lottery. She get her dream car. I get my dream car. That's probably a hundred right there. <laughs> you know, a hundred thou. <laughs> get a house. I'm not big on getting the like four or five million dollar home no. coming from a townhouse and apartment lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like give me the two hundred thousand dollar home that I can just pay for and soup it up however I would like. Facts. And live live and that's gonna be amazing for me the rest of my life. Like I am not I'm not the one that need the the puff daddy, the the Mayweather <laughs> home. Like I don't need I don't need that. MTV Cribs. I, I don't need it. Just give me the give me the nice fridge and the nice kitchen and the nice entertainment room and all that can be provided easily man cave, man in a, a two hundred thousand dollar home. So facts, facts, <laughs> man. Where would y'all move? Man, right now we talked. We actually said that, and it would have to be L.A. Mm-hmm. just to be around smoke a little more. We we would have so much money to do it ourselves. Yeah. Um, I love the West Coast life. I love the, you know, the Decembers and the 70s and all that. Like, that sounds amazing coming from Ohio your whole life and Oklahoma in the military. But it, w- it was it was um, L.A. or it was actually um, down in uh, New Orleans. Mm. I just like New Orleans, man. I, I, I visited there two or three times. But my whole thing with New Orleans was weather, yeah, all that. Like yeah. you got you got earthquakes in L.A., you got hurricanes in the South. You know, whatever. It's it's all the the, the climate is changing anyway. Yeah, it's, it's it's been seventy degrees for four days in, in August. That yeah, never man. happened here. So yeah, crazy. Well, <laughs> like I said, man, my first would be San Diego, and mm. then. I was thinking about Houston, yeah. and then these niggas just got hit with that <laughs> Talk massive about hurricane. That. I seen Jimmy Mack, and yeah, I seen uh, Mr. Wilson on yeah. there talking, and I'm like, I got friends from military out there, and I'm like, Yo, y'all, y'all really getting 20, 30 inches of rain this couple yeah, of days? Yeah, man. Like, I talked to Mike, and I was like, he hit me like, yeah, man, our street's starting to flood. I was like, man, y'all I saw good? that picture. Yeah, it looked he like. He like, nigga, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I'm about to move back to the next. <laughs> <laughs> my my buddy from the military, he on Facebook like, if y'all motherfuckers don't quit marking yourself safe, we still got a couple more days of this to go through. Right, right. So, and uh, also hit up Jimmy last night. He's like, yo, it's a fucking tornado. Like, and that shit spiraling like water. It's like motherfucking Sharknado out this bitch. He, I, I, so I hit him up. Like, as I got back home from the fight last night, the other, yo, man, I saw your Facebook post. You good? He's like, nigga, 
I'm trapped in the closet like R. Kelly, nigga. I'm <laughs> shook, nigga. I was like, is that bad? It's like, nigga, it's bad. Yeah. Like, I was like, nigga, I seen you this morning. You went to the gym. He's like, yeah. It didn't rain by me at all. It was just gloomy all day. Mm. It looked like it was going to rain, but it didn't rain. So I went to the gym, worked out. Mm. Wasn't a soul in there. I got it in. Went to the grocery store, grabbed some more food. Came back home. I've been trying to watch the fight on the <laughs> stick. And then all of a sudden, you heard this boom and shit just... Mm. And he said, I was like, well, nigga, go live on Facebook so I can see this. <laughs> I saw on the news, too. They said a 150-mile radius is how big this storm is. And it's basically just going in a circle for the next three days because there's nothing to push it away. So it's Ugh. just there sitting over that area. Gosh. And when I was in the military, I got to go to Galveston for bike week mm. one, of the, one of the weekends in the summer. And, like, Galveston got hit pretty hard. You know, they're going to concern. They only got, like, a 17-foot wall for, uh. for surge. And they're expecting 20 or 30 inches of rain. And it's like, it's, creeks is overflowing. And then, you know, it's coming downhill from there. So, prayers for the Houston folk this week. Absolutely. Prayers going to have up, it rough, man. I can tell. I think so. I talked about this on a previous pod, man. I was in um, Tampa during 9-11. Mm. Well, not 9-11, but uh, during Hurricane Katrina. Okay. And that was crazy because, you know, when you on vacation with the homies, you real disconnecting about what's going on in the rest of the real yeah. world. You're not watching the news to be informed. Right. You're watching it's background noise and you out there kicking it and turning up and drinking and blah, 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 blah. It wasn't until we landed for our layover in Atlanta that I realized how serious Hurricane Katrina was. Cause uh, I was hungover like a month ago, by the way. Cause I had a super early fright. Never do that shit again. But anyway, we took off from Tampa, layover in Atlanta. Uh, we taxied for about five hours. Damn. Just had to sit on the runway because the rain was just so heavy. I threw up on that motherfucker, mm. the whole shebang. Motherfucking lady looking next to me like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, last night was mad real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we get back to Ohio, you know what I'm saying? And by the time we get to Ohio, it's raining in Ohio too. So get home, finally turn on the TV, find out what happened. I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Like, so while I'm at the club, <laughs> drinking like a fish just partying like people are out here freaking at the Superdome and just yeah. their houses just getting flooded man so like from that day on I was like man I gotta remain informed about what's going on man that's me you just gotta know what's going else is going on besides the world inside something else in your own little bubble man exactly I, I watch the news almost daily and majority of the time I'm pissed on how it's presented mm-hmm. but at the end of the day I, I'm a guy that's always aware of his surroundings. I've always been that way. I think my, it might be a military thing. I don't know what, but I always, even when I drive, it's left left uh, rear view mirror, the mirror up top, the right mirror. You know, I'm looking at my surroundings all the time. And with when it comes to, like, the news and all that, so much of the news can be how they want it to be perceived. Mm-hmm. So, like, I really watch it for, like, the top stories. And the weather. Yeah. And high school sport. You know, all those things. But to keep up with the weather, like my, my boy, he was in Fort Lauderdale this weekend getting pummeled on with all this weather in, yeah. the, in the Gulf. Um, only had about a six-hour to eight-hour window of sunlight the whole time he was there. You know, they left a day early. It was just to see. He, he went down to Miami on, on the strip there, and it was pretty much him. Mm. I, I had never seen. He went live. 
maybe five cars drove by throughout the five minute live video. Real quiet on the strip. Every time I've been to Miami, it's been crazy. Jumping, jumping. Yeah, crazy. So to see Miami like that was was a little different. But uh they had a he's like, Man, I should have checked the weather. I'm yeah. like, well, what you gonna do? You already bought the flight, you was going regardless. So yeah. gotta just go enjoy what you can enjoy. So they yeah, were bar man. hopping and that's why you gotta do it, man. You gotta you gotta know when you booking the vacation where you're going and the seasons mm-hmm. and you know it's hurricane season basically from now and into October. Yep. So a trip to Florida right now, you rolling the dice for real. Rolling, and you don't know. Mm-hmm. Just you, 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 you never know. <laughs> Better head to that know. West Coast. Yeah, man, <laughs> that that left coast. And the reason I will move to the left coast if I won the Powerball is because man, my homeboy who lives in Denver, he ain't even all the way out there, but he's like, yo. Ain't a better feeling in the world on an October Saturday waking up and fucking the games are already I was just about on. to say that. College football has started. It's like, and check this out. The motherfucking 8 o'clock game ends on our time like about 9.30. You can go out. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want else you want to do. Like here when the game is over, shit, it's like 12.30. Night, the night is over. Yeah, that's that's one Shut thing. Shutdown time. I didn't even like comprehend that until I experienced it. But um, the year Michael Jackson died, I got to go to the BET Awards mm. tone, and you know we had to be there at, like two or three o'clock. And I'm like, what? And then I started thinking like, oh, the time changed. Yeah. I do watch this at home at eight, so it is five here. So when the when the award show is over, the reason why everybody looks so kicking it because it's only eight nine o'clock. It's time to go kick it. You know, time so. to go kick it. And then time to go turn when I'm out up. there with, with smoke, I usually have to deal with the Steelers most of the times. But black and yellow to wake up at ten o'clock, games is on. Having breakfast, you know, you, you can watch all the games and still have an evening if you want to do something in the evening. I love it. Damn, golf is on early. Everything. Shit, I'm looking at brother Wilson IG page right now, man. Woo, his whole street is. There you go. You can take a look mm. at it. Yeah, man. Well, I saw I saw him say show the one where it's like starting and now the whole street. That has to be a terrifying feeling to yeah. see. I wonder to if see. you got a basement, probably. These houses look like they might have basements <laughs> in them. <laughs> nice spot, sir. Yeah, very <laughs> nice, very nice. Brother Wilson's doing very well for himself, Yeah, that's man. what's up. But yeah, Praying man, for y'all out there. Absolutely got to, man. One more thing before we slide up out of here, man. Since this is the sports spectacular, man, we got to touch on Mr. Kaepernick. Mr. Kaepernick. And all the recent things that have been said about him from LaShawn McCoy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I didn't really get bent out of shape about what LaShawn McCoy said. Because it was much like what Smoke said a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I agree. You know what I'm saying? If he was a super baller, he would still be on the team. If he was on the echelon of... If he was even on the echelon of Andy Dalton, he would still be on the team. Yep. But he's not. He's on that, you know, there's the the Brady's and Rodgers and and Ben's, and then you have your level of the Daltons and Matt Ryan's and Winston's, and then you it's a major fall off after that. Mm-hmm. And that's where he is. He's on that third tier. Right. Maybe, yeah, about third tier. So if you you gotta be on that second and first tier for you to actually mess up or voice your opinion and people be like, well, we just got to put up with it until they suck. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he's just not, honestly, he's not that good to do it yet. I still, I really think, I'm glad he's not going to get signed because I really truly think he's never going to play in the NFL again. But, (coughs) but for 
if he was to get signed now and get thrown into a starting role week one, it's going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. He has no time to practice. Yeah. He has no time to know his teammates. So it's set up for a position to lose. So if he does get on with a team, hopefully it's next season, like during, you know, you know, the off season, whatever. So he has time to get in the playbook and learn and do the best for himself as opposed to getting thrown in there in a position that he's going to lose. Mm-hmm. He goes in there now, there's no way he's going to perform well at all. Right. And I think with, with Cap, he didn't help himself by any means in his last, we could say two years, but year, year and a half in San Francisco, you know, when he was out there, he wasn't really, you know, managing right, managing a team at all. Yeah. But I can see a team with, you know, the Browns' just named Kaiser to start. Mm-hmm. So a team like that where you – no, they still got RG three. No, he RG three. He gone. Got the same. He on the streets. He on the block. He on the on the block. See, I can see, but I I can see a you know a a five through fifteen ranked quarterback who goes down and the team is is rushing to decide if we're playing the rook or if we need to get a veteran backup. And I think just playing the league alone, his his football mind should help a team. Yeah, but. When you look at big stories in any sport, you know, when when Vic had his issues, when, mm-hmm. you know, any big name person has something where the mainstream media is and ain't letting it go, no. it always seems like we're gonna fade to black and then wiggle you in. Facts. <laughs> so Facts. I, I, I still see him getting on somewhere. I'm not necessarily playing. He might get a couple couple games here and there, but it, the first eight weeks I doubt it. You know, towards the end of the year, a team needs somebody. They got a playoff run. I could see him maybe getting picked up, but with all the extras, teams just don't want to deal with that. And you can't force them. I mean, yeah. you got the whole, you know, Kappa Alpha Psi fraternity rocking mm-hmm. with you, supporting you. And, and you know, I, I, I support what you're doing, what you're standing for. Facts. But it's just you can't expect, especially the 1% in this world, you know, the billionaires of this world, to have to want to accept it or put up with it. But I will say this. He's not the one out there saying, I need to be on the team. Y'all True. playing me. He's continued to do his work. True. He's donating time. He's donating a lot Almost of money. Almost $800,000 already, they said. Yeah, he's like donating so much gold. money. And, you know, you got to think about this. He ain't got no more income coming in. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Them endorsements only count for when you are endorsing them. Yeah. He ain't getting no check from the 49ers no more. So no. his check is checked out. You and know them $100,000 checks you spending at a time. Yeah, so this is this is up. him <laughs> him putting his money where his mouth is, which is far more important than taking a stand at the national anthem or not standing or whatever protesting. Him putting his money where his mouth is and his actions are speaking speaking louder than anything. So Absolutely. I salute him on that, Absolutely. and I wish him nothing but the best, and I respect the hell out of him because I mean he basically, for lack of a better word, word threw away his career to do this. Yeah. I salute the brother, man. Well, I mean, what's the guy? The actor from Grey's, um, mixed dude. He was talking yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I forget. Jesse the, Williams. There you go. He he kind of like Jesse Williams. Kind of got to a point where he like what I'm standing for is more important. What I'm trying to accomplish here is more important than any other thing. And I feel cap on on what he's doing. I feel it 100 percent, and I support it. But I also feel like he took some one way streets. Yeah. That kind of led to this, and yeah. there, there was, you know, if he took if he took advantage of, of, of every Tuesday and did this, maybe things might have been different, maybe it might not have been as effective. But at the end of the day, 
He still made some millions. Yeah, yeah, he, he, caught, he, he caught a nice. He bag. should he should be able to live a life as long as he's living and, it right. And you know, at, <laughs> at, it, it's just amazing to to see some of these quarterbacks that do have a job, and you like he's better than both of them. Like mm-hmm. the team, the two teams I thought he should have been with would have been the Ravens as a backup yeah. and a potential starter with Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, hey, he 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 can back up Russell Wilson for me. Yeah. I, because he would fit in with that kind of style of option one, option two, option three, take off. Yeah, no. <laughs> man, and that, and, that, and that speaks volumes about how I don't think he's purposely being blackballed. I just think independently he's being blackballed because you look at their backup quarterback who used to play at TCU mm-hmm. who beat up, uh, got into several fist fights, drunken driving cases, but he's still on the team. But this – He's not on the I team. I just knew it's the Bengals just... was gonna get him. That's what we do. You having trouble in the streets? Come holla at. Come holla at us. Holla at a player. Holla <laughs> at Joe Mixon. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever you need, we got you over here in Cincinnati. Uh, oh man, Sports Spectacular Podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. What up, Demarco? What up, Izzy? What up? Hold us down on the iTunes. Rate, comment, subscribe, share this with everybody, man. It's you can't make this up podcast. We appreciate everybody showing the love that we've been getting, man, over yeah. the. Year plus, man. Yeah, I think it's DeMarco's birthday today, too. Oh, so it's happy a birthday. Happy birthday, big bro. Absolutely, man. We appreciate you. We out. That's it. Peace. Peace.